0: Hi, Pastor Greg here. I am the pastor of the Jordan Assembly of God Church in Montana. You are listening to the live Sunday service that streams most Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Mountain Time. If you would like to listen to past broadcasts, you can find us at www.agjordanmt.com. You can find links for our live broadcast, as well as links to past broadcasts. Look for Jordan Assembly of God Church on iTunes, Google Podcast, Podbean, or Spotify. Or if you like to watch the service, you can follow the video links and subscribe to be notified when we go live. We are doing a series on both letters written to the Christians in Thessalonica, called Thessalonians. So without further introduction, Thessalonians. The uh, second part of Thessalonians. We are in part two, and as I was going through the love love of the truth, I realized that my notes were a lot longer, and so actually this will be two parts. And this Thessalonian series has been really, really cool in the fact that we've been going through that the effect of the effect or the event of abiding in Jesus means that the who we are is affected by the who he is. You know, and remember what affect affect means to look upon something that is unnatural and to model our lives after. That we may reflect the character of God and in so doing accomplish the will of God. So that as we are going through there, we accomplish RPT. Greg, what is RPT? Report? Logan's probably looking at me like, I don't want to do any more reports. I'm I'm done with reports. No, RPT. RPT, um, rejoice for your name is written. Pray always. Thankful in every situation. So, very very short little thing to, to always remember because this is the will of God. This is what this so that I rejoice the fact that my name is written. That's why we're rejoicing. We're not rejoicing for other things. We're rejoicing because my name is written in, in heaven. Why? Because Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. Because Jesus Christ died on the cross on for my sins, I have the assurance of salvation found in him. And and so that I, I pray always, I have a consistent life of coming before the presence of God and, and allowing my life to be in prayer. This is not a reflection of I'm always asking for something. Rather, if you look at the Lord's Prayer, it's more about putting God first in life. It's more about putting him on high in my, in my life. It's more about allowing him to be the all in all in my life and so that I'm thankful in every situation like Greg there's several situations that I really am not very thankful about because I didn't like doing it and and I like to I have to remind myself and so hopefully that you can I can you know this will remind you but I'm not thankful about the situation I'm going in I'm thankful that I'm following after a God who's gonna walk me through for he never leaves me nor forsakes me and sometimes even when I feel like I'm alone, I know that I'm not alone. Relationship with God is not based on feelings. If relationship with God is based on feelings, then you'll be a roller coaster. Relationship with God is based on truth. i to be going through a little bit on that. And then lastly, last week, um, do not let the fog of life distract you from your focus on God. So, We are going to be going through the love of the truth. And there's two aspects that we're going to bring up today. We're going to be, we'll we'll be going through listening. Part two is going to be going through understanding. Zechariah chapter 7, 8 through 10. Then the word of the Lord came to Zechariah saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Execute true justice, show mercy and compassion. Everyone to his brother, do not oppress the widow or the fatherless the alien or the poor. Let none of you plan evil in his heart against his brother. Let's pray. Father, I just want to thank you for this time. I want to thank you for your word. And I pray, Father, that we may just have a wonderful time going through your word. And I pray, Father, for those that are not able to to make it today, either because of a late night last night or not feeling well. And I pray, Father, that you may touch them and that you may be with them, that you may heal. And, Father, I I pray your blessings upon today as we just fellowship with one another. In your name I pray. Amen. In this portion of Love of the Truth, there's a lot of verses up there. Some of those verses we'll be going through today. Some of them will be part two. We're going to be concentrating on listening. Now, you need to understand that in the Hebrew and also in the Greek, when we talk about listening, it also means or has a function of doing. It's not about just me listening, and boy, that sounds really really cool. It's also about me enacting it. So if if God is saying trust in him, I need to put forth that walk and trust in him, understanding that he's going to be there, uh, you know, resting on his unchanging grace when it comes to that. Now, God gives instruction. In Zechariah, if you go to the very first verse of of chapter 7 in Zechariah, what you'll find is now in the fourth year of King Darius, it came to pass that the word of the Lord came to Zechariah on the fourth day of the ninth month, Shislev. When the people sent Sherezar with regime melek and his men to the house of god to pray before the lord and to ask the priests who were in the house of the lord of hosts and the prophet saying should i weep in the fifth month and fast as i have done for so many years okay so just some history and some concepts and this is a lot of stuff to go through so i'm going to leave this up for a little bit some concepts that that you know we may not understand or that we may not no, but these were events that were leading up to the destruction of the temple. So when it says, should I fast in the fourth month? That is to remember that Nebuchadnezzar's breaching of the walls of Jerusalem. So these are all mourning times. These are fasting times. These are mourning times, remembering. And they're one day of fast in that month that that they that they fast and mourn for this. Uh, the fifth month, when they say fasting in the fifth month, that is the time when the burning of the temple happened. And um, so the fourth month is the breaching of the walls of Jerusalem. The fifth month is the burning of the temple and other important buildings. The seventh month is when they remember when Gedalia's assassination. Gedalia is the, the one of the last leaders that were alive, left alive during that period of time. And He was starting to bring people together. He was starting to actually do what needs to be done. A lot of people liked him He was actually, you know, he was doing and then He was assassinated and this is in historical um, Viewpoint in to the Jews. This was the time when they completely lost their autonomy Within they really didn't have a functioning government. They really didn't have a functioning governor So they were ruled then solely by the people who took them over. And the tenth is Nebuchadnezzar's siege of Jerusalem. So these are when we're when we're going through this um, in Zechariah seven and eight, it's going to be talking about this. Okay. But God gives instructions. In in verse four, we'll go, then the word of the Lord of the hosts came to me saying, say to all the people of the land and to the priests, when you fasted and mourned in the fifth and seventh month during those 70 years, did you really fast for me? And then it says it again, for me. When you eat, when you drink, do you not eat and drink for yourselves? Should you not have obeyed the words which the Lord proclaimed through the former prophets, when Jerusalem and the cities around it were inhabited and prosperous, and the south and the lowlands were inhabited? When the word of the Lord came to Ze- then the word of the Lord came to Zechariah, saying, "Thus says the Lord of hosts." execute true justice, show mercy and compassion, everyone to his brother. Do not oppress the widow or the fatherless, the alien or the poor. Let none of you plan evil in his heart against his brother. And these are instructions that God gives just as we give to our children in hopes that our children will listen to instruction. In Proverbs nineteen twenty. In Proverbs 19:20 it says this, listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your latter days. Listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your latter days. That you may be, remember that prayer that we learned in Colossians, that you may be filled with all the knowledge of God's desire? And in verse, because we know, and the reason why we teach our kids this is because we know what happens when, when you do not listen, when you cease from listening, when you shut your ears, when you harden your heart, when you say, I, I know more, I know better. I can do it. I can live my life. I don't need advice. I don't need counsel. In verse 27, it says, Cease listening to instruction, my son, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. When we cease listening, when we cease from from hearing instruction, when we, when we cease Oh, but it was the way he said it. You know what? I will have to say that if I shut my ears every single time I was told something that irritated me, if I shut my ears every single time I was told something that got on my nerves or just made me so mad, boy, the lessons that I would not have learned. Because here's the thing lessons are telling you something that you shouldn't be doing that you probably are. Lessons are not easy to hear. Instruction is not easy to hear because normally it's directing you in a path you don't want to go because you feel that your way is the right way. And if it was easy to listen to, you would already be doing it. So when The voice of instruction, when the voice of wise counsel is saying, hold up, stop right there, go no further. We don't want to do that. We want to run straight through. But when we cease listening, when we harden our hearts and we think we're right in our own mind, we have literally stopped up the word of knowledge and we're not listening to that and we're literally praying in colossians paul said that you may be filled with all the knowledge of god's desire in order to be filled with the knowledge of god's desire you have to be willing to listen you have to be willing to allow god to to do what he needs to do in your heart and in your life to be able to walk it and that's not easy especially when you've convinced yourself that you're right. So in Zechariah, God gives instruction. And do you know how important a response is? How important how that instruction is received is in our hearts and in our lives? How we respond to that? In verse 11 through 14 of Zechariah, back in. Zechariah. But they refused to heed, shrugged their shoulders, and stopped their ears, so they could not hear. Yes, they made their hearts like flint, refusing to hear the law and the words which the Lord of hosts had sent by his spirit through the former prophets. Thus great wrath came from the Lord of hosts. Therefore it happened that just as he proclaimed, and they would not hear, so they they called out. And I would not listen, says the Lord of hosts. But I scattered them with a whirlwind among the nations, which they had not known. Thus the land became desolate after them, so that no one passed through or returned, for they made the pleasant land desolate. So. Once again, God uses his people to show a truth. Because what happened to the, them, well, when they forsook instruction, when they didn't listen to, to God and the truth, they did not hear that. What happens to the world when the world doesn't listen? When the world ceases to hear instruction. When the world ceases to receive counsel, they say, where is God? Well, God is real and he's just a single word away. Where is his instructions? It's written on our hearts. But see, here's the thing. It's followed by listening to truth. You must be willing to listen to the truth and acknowledge the truth that is found in Jesus in order to be able to hear instruction, in order to be able to allow your life to change. You have to be willing to say, there is actually someone that is greater than I that I need to listen to, that I need to listen to instruction. There's many people throughout my life that have irritated me that have upset me that have done things and whatever and guess what every single one of those normally speaking normally the reason why i was irritated is because they were giving me instruction on something that i didn't want to i didn't want to hear but it was instruction that i needed to hear person comes at me angry and angry and whatever and 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 you know i can get indignant and i can say you have no right to be angry with me and then but then that the truth, the spirit of truth comes and I listen to wisdom and I realize that even though I have a reason for what I did or what I may have said or whatever, my reasonings doesn't, doesn't hold a candle to the relationship with this other person. Because this other person is as important to God as my relationship is to him. And I need to allow myself to be able to listen to instruction and to hear wise counsel so that I may be able to change. And in 2 Thessalonians, if you'll start turning there, Paul uses the concepts that are found in Zechariah and, and, and you'll actually get a lot of the links that are found in Zechariah in what Paul is saying later on. But in 2 Thessalonians 2, looking at verses 1 through 5, Paul brings out some aspects. And he says, Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, we ask you. Now, he's talking about future events, he's talking about things that are going to happen. But he says, we ask you, verse 2, not to be soon, but once again, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 2, not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled either by spirit or by word or by letter as if from us as though the day of Christ had come. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin is revealed the son of perdition the falling away must come first what is that it is the ceasing to listen what did we learn the truth is found in his instruction that is written as our heart is followed by listening and following after the truth it's following after the truth that's found in christ The following way must come first. And the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God. This is verse 4. Who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped so that he sits as God in the temple of God showing himself that he is God. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? the instructions, what Paul was giving them. Do not be deceived. Do not do not be hearing this because first, before any of that happens, before you get distracted about anything that's going on, before you hear or listen to all the struggles and the troubles that are going on, please, you know, understand that things were going on. People were being sent to their deaths. People were dying over, you know, believing in Jesus. I mean, it's, it's a very nasty time. So people are thinking end times are happening, you know, Jesus is coming back, you know, and, and we need to be looking for Jesus. But when that comes, happens, Paul's like, do not be deceived by those people who say the end is nigh. Because first, the following away must happen. What happens to the world when they cease to listen? What happens to the world when there is no truth and they cease to actually hear the truth? And just as God showed his people, he will show the world. The world will believe in their own truth. They will shrug their shoulders. But what did Paul say? Do not be deceived. We as believers need to be following after the truth. We need to be listening. And in Zechariah seven 9, I'll turn to it so I got it. Zechariah 7.9, it says, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Execute true justice, show mercy and compassion, everyone to his brother. Hmm. Okay, Greg, you're in the Old Testament. What Can you show me in the New Testament what would be equivalent? Well, yes, I can do that. Because in Matthew 22, 34 through 40, But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. Then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him and saying, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Execute. True justice. Well, how do you execute true justice? By love. By following after God. By listening to God. We need to be listening. We need to be hearing what God is actually saying. We need to be following after. And remember, not just listening, but listening and doing and putting in in part. Is there something... That God is leading you into a deeper deal with, and you've been, I don't know, allowing the fog of life to distract you. Allowing the busyness of what you're doing to distract you. Oh, I'm all I'm I'm doing all these things, I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. That's great. Take a pause. Is God leading you in a way that you either don't want to hear because it's tough. Maybe a person that needs to be forgiven. Maybe a thing that you need to actually ask for forgiveness. Maybe dealing with something that is deep within And you're allowing the busyness of time. Do not cease from hearing. Do not allow that to actually harden and distract you and keep you ignoring because we need to be listening. God uses this as an example. Next week, we are going to be going into understanding and we're going to further this whole entire study going on because. Paul reaches into the end times and he talks about this. And he literally uses phrases, and you're like, Greg, what does this have to do with Zechariah? It has a lot to do with it because he because Paul references the love of truth that we will be learning about even more in Zechariah and how he brings that out. So next week we'll be talking about understanding. So with this, we need to be listening. If you did not get it before, this is the list. I can put this up later on and next week, Love of the Truth Part 2. All right, let's pray. Father, I want to thank you for this day, and I want to thank you for this time. I pray, Father, that we may ever be willing to listen to you, and that we may not be listening to the things that, are going on in our own reasonings. But, Father, that we may be listening to the truth and that we may be following after the truth. That we may be allowing you, Father, to guide us and lead us in ways. And I pray, Father, that you may be with us this week, be with those who are sick, that you may touch and that you may heal. And I pray, Father, that you may bring us back here safely. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this message. I hope that you enjoyed it. To follow along with this series, you can go to www.agjordanmt.com and following the links for current and past broadcasts. I hope that you have a wonderful day.